Hey, it's Matt. Welcome back to my channel. I would love to share with you a couple of different ways you can think about setting goals in your life, and especially through the lens of being a Christian, having a relationship with God, having saving grace in your life, having that change your purpose. And we're going to look at one of the challenging issues around prayer and how we can utilize prayer in our own life as a Christian, and maybe some of the mistakes that we need to be aware of that we could make around setting goals. So first of all, I think the most important thing to think about when we set goals in life is to ask ourselves the basic question of for what purpose? Why am I setting this goal? What is this goal going to give me? And it really matters to understand that most of the time, an action that we are taking is actually going to give us some type of emotional experience, some type of internal experience. And I very much relate to setting many, many, many goals outside of myself before being a Christian to solve internal problems. And so that's the first thing we want to be aware of. We want to ask ourselves questions like, okay, what do I think I'm going to get? at the end of this goal? Why is this goal important to me? What's it going to give me? And so, for example, I remember spending a lot of time building as much wealth as I possibly could and focusing on working as much as I possibly could. And I didn't really ask myself the question, but really underlying that would have been, well, I need to do this because I need to prove myself to someone else. I need to have other people see me as great. You know, I grew up uh, where I actually got expelled from school twice, actually, which is quite the achievement, really, if you think about it. Um, and then in Australia, I actually failed what we call year 10. So actually, before um, finishing high school, I actually failed and um, was told that I'd either have to repeat school or um, I could leave if I wanted to and I could just go get a job. And so I chose that option. And so for a long time, I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to prove it to everyone and I'm going to show everyone that I can be intelligent and I can be great. And so a lot of my goals were really fueled by that desire. And the challenge and the problem with that is that you never actually get there. You never actually reach that place where you ever get that acknowledgement, where you show them, where you prove it to everyone. And you know, if you think about it logically, what show everyone who who am I actually trying to show this to? like my teachers, you know, they don't even probably remember who I am. I'm sure if I bumped into a teacher from my school in the street, I probably wouldn't even remember them. So who am I trying to prove it to? Everyone? You know, if you think about this, it's actually like a bit of an insanity uh, because not everyone is paying that much attention to us to actually come and, you know, knock on our door and say, hey, I just want to let you know that um, you've proven to me that you are someone special. I've been watching you through your entire life. I just want to let you know that I now see you as enough. And even if someone did do that, I'm sure we would say, wow, that was good progress. But I wonder if I could just get one more person to do that for me. And so we need to be very, very careful with setting goals when they have an unconscious or underlying agenda underneath them to make us feel fulfilled, to give us some type of experience on the inside. Now, in saying that, of course, goals can be used for that. They can give us levels of fulfillment. I think it's really important to acknowledge. For example, I like this YouTube channel. I like the work that I do as a professional speaker. It gives me levels of fulfillment. 
But first of all, we need to appreciate that when we are Christians, we need to remember that our true fulfillment, our true purpose comes from God. It comes from Jesus Christ. It comes from our relationship with saving grace. It comes from knowing our identity as someone who was a sinner who is now redeemed and saved through the grace of Jesus. That completely shifts our entire perspective on striving. Now, I really like the book of Ecclesiastes, and I encourage you to read Ecclesiastes. It's not that long, um, but it really looks at it's one of it's a, it's a book of wisdom, and it really looks at how if we want, we can spend so much time in life striving and striving and striving and working and working and working and working. And unfortunately, what a lot of people do is they put so much energy into the external goals, like I need a new car, I need a bigger house. And sometimes I'll even think, start thinking those things and then I'll just check in on it and I'll be like, do I really need that stuff? Or one of the things that it says in Ecclesiastes is that a lot of people end up in this rat race of comparison, always thinking, well, you know what, my car's pretty good, but that person down the road has a better car. And so I kind of now need to be with them and I need to get the level of money that they've got and the level of wealth that they've got. And unfortunately, what happens is a lot of people put so much energy into the um, accusation of more material things, and then they miss sight of some of the other wonderful parts of life that truly matter, like our relationships with each other, like our family, like just sitting back and enjoying dinner with family for once, instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to eat my meal at the computer and I'm going to finish emails. And so many people, and I know I definitely did this as well, where I prioritized the wrong thing, I think for so long that I was missing out on life that was happening right there beside me, but I never stopped and paid enough attention to it. And I wonder if you can relate to that, or maybe someone else can relate. You can relate to how someone else is doing this in their life. Maybe they're just striving so much for some type of goal that, you know what, one day I'm going to get there. One day I'm going to arrive at that point and it's going to change everything. And the unfortunate answer to that is that it actually doesn't. And I think we live in a really wonderful time right now where we can see so many examples of people that have achieved everything from a material perspective. They've got an amazing amount of wealth and they've got an amazing amount of opportunity inside their life. And really they're just not lacking anything when it comes to some of the challenges that maybe normal people have of, you know what, we can't really afford that thing right now. And so we'll just do without it. You know, it's, it's, it'd be nice to have, but we, we can't have it. We don't have that choice, but that's okay. You know, we have people that don't have that. They don't have the problem of choice. They have all the choice that they want, but they're still missing some type of internal fulfillment. And that is amazingly common. I think it's becoming more and more common now that we can hear so many people's stories. And so the answer of where does our true fulfillment come from? We need to remember as Christians that as we live in a material world, we still live in the world, right? We're still going to want to set goals and achieve things. And for example, I'm recording this now from a um, studio that I've set up as I've moved my entire family to the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And I love it here. It's just, it's so warm and the people are lovely and we've found a church here and just, it's so wonderful. 
even still though, if I wasn't able to move, if that wasn't something that was um, available to me, I still would have been able to feel fulfillment through God, through Jesus. It's not dependent on my location. It's not dependent on my achievement of external things. And that is an important recognition as a Christian that we don't hang our hat on, I must achieve these things outside of me. I must get the recognition. I must get to the next level of wealth. You know, I'm, I'm very, very blessed to be able to speak to many, many different business owners. It's one of the things that I've done for a really long period of time is worked with coaches and consultants that are building their businesses. And one of the conversations that I have a lot, and I'm having it more and more at the moment is, hey, I've achieved the level of wealth. I've, I've achieved the level of success. I've, I've, I've ticked the boxes that I wanted to tick. And I'm asking myself, what do I do now? Right now, when you're in that place where you're striving for the goal, you're not really asking yourself the question, what do I do now? Because the answer is, is hit the goal. But then once you get that goal, then what do you do? And a lot of people freak out because they go, you know what? I never thought I would be here. I, I never thought I will have, would have achieved everything that I set out to achieve, but I have. You know, I've achieved everything. And now I'm asking myself, like, what do I do? And a lot of people at that point get anxious and they get worried. And, and um, I really feel grateful uh, that a lot of people get to the place and my heart goes out to them. They get to a place where they start looking spiritually. They start asking more important questions and they start reading the word. They start getting into the Bible and start reading what God says about goals and achievement. And so the next thing that we need to appreciate when it comes to goal setting as a Christian is that one of the gifts of being a Christian is the Holy Spirit. So it says in the Bible many times that the Holy Spirit comes and abides within us. And so the Holy Spirit really is, is God. And the fruits of the Holy Spirit are peace, love, patience, grace, joy. Now, if you think about it, how many people are trying to find happiness in what they do, in achieving more wealth, in having more Facebook likes, in having more Instagram views, right? in having more YouTube um, followers. It's like, how many people are thinking, well, if I get, you know, another subscriber, if I get this, if I get that, then that's going to be the thing. And you know what, I'm going to feel better. And I used to think those things so much. And especially before becoming a Christian, there were so many goals that I had. Um, one of the things that I do for fun is I make um, dance music. And so you can look up my name, find me on Spotify, if you like. And I make a little bit of um, uh, deep house music. I just, it's something that I've always liked. I, I love electronic music. And so I always thought to myself, you know what, if I could just make music that was good enough for someone to put it on their label, to put it on their record label, you know, that, that would be amazingly significant. And then I achieved that goal and it was good. I was very, very happy with myself. But then you start asking yourself, well, I've got to have another goal. What's next? And then the goal that I initially achieved, you know, to become signed by a label, now it's just kind of normal. It's like, oh, okay, well, I've, you know, I've achieved that. What am I going to do now? And that's the downside to goal setting without Jesus. Without God, goal setting is never ending. You're always going to want something else. You're always going to feel like that next thing is going to be the thing that's going to save you. 
that's going to take care of all of your worries, that's going to be the thing that makes the difference, that changes you on the inside. And sometimes we do that with courses in education. We're like, I'm just going to do one more course. I'm just going to do one more thing. And maybe that's going to be the thing. And that's going to be the thing that's going to give me all the answers. But we know as Christians that the only thing that gives us all of the answers is our relationship with Jesus. That's it. The only thing that gives us the answers is the divine intervention of saving grace through faith alone, not through works, through faith alone in Jesus. And in that moment, I think our relationship with goal setting shifts. And so this is how I believe it shifts. And I would love for you to let me know your thoughts on it by letting me know inside the comments. It's the difference between a want and a need. Now we have needs in life. So for example, I'm the sole provider inside my family. Uh, my beautiful wife, who I love so much, looks after my son, who I love so much. And uh, we're thinking about having another child, which is really, really exciting. I'm quite sure that she would be okay with me telling you that in the world. It's just between you and me, so I'm sure that'll be fine. Um, and so it's my responsibility. I need to provide. I need to provide financially. I need to provide, uh, take care of the bills, take care of the food, things like that. That's a, that's a need. That's really important. And so that's something that I'm really going to consistently have as a goal of, I need that. That's something that I'm going to work towards. Now, then there's wants. And a want is a nice to have. So for example, uh, I wouldn't mind, this is a little bit about me, um, I wouldn't mind one of those really nice new Kia carnivals if you know anything about those cars. I never thought that I would become that type of guy. I used to really be into convertibles and BMWs and it's a people mover, but like, it's really nice inside. And as a dad, I'm like, I want one. I want one of those people movers. Is it the most important thing in my life right now? No. Would it be nice to have? Yeah, it probably would be pretty nice. Eventually, will it change much? Not really, you know, it'd just kind of be like, oh yeah, that would be nice. In, and so, for example, if I choose to, I haven't decided yet, but if I choose to fully set that as a goal, I will appreciate its level of importance inside my life comparatively to other things. So, for example, I would never take on a second job just so I could get that car if it took me away from my family, if it took me away from things that matter, if it took me away from spending time in the word every day and, and, and learning, if it took me away from Bible study, if it took me away from my church then I wouldn't do it because it's, it's not worth it. I don't need it. It's just something nice. If it came down to it and I needed to downsize the house that I'm in and move to a different location, um, I would do that if that meant that I could continue to focus on what matters. If I continue to have goals around love and connection with the people that matter the most, then I would do that. I would never set a goal that wasn't in alignment with what pleases God. And I think that's a very important question to ask ourselves, what pleases God? That's something that really matters. And answering that question is key. And we find that out through, not through just guessing it. We do get a bit of discernment through the Holy Spirit, but it's also through spending time in the word and learning about the word of God and learning what God actually says about what pleases him and what doesn't. And for example, one of the things that definitely pleases God is family. God says that we should love it. We should love one another. And that matters a lot. And so prioritizing that inside our lives and prioritizing spending time with God and spending time with family, for example, I'm just giving one example, matters so much more than having a bigger house or 
um, for example, me having too many extracurricular activities, right? Uh, for example, I'm um, focusing on learning how to surf at the moment. I'm not very good, but I can stand up. That's about where I'm at. And I want to do that, but I'm never going to do it at the consequence of losing touch with what matters the most. And I think that's really important when it comes to goal setting is asking ourselves, this goal that I'm about to set, this quest that I'm about to go on, is it something that I want because it's going to save me? And if it is, we've got to go back to the word, go back to prayer, go back to our relationship with God. And then we want to check in, is this something that I actually want or is it a, is it a need? Do I need this? And if I don't need it, maybe I'll change my relationship with it. It'll be more like, yeah, cool. Let me, let me see what happens. Now, one more point just before we finish the video is this. God is not a magical genie that works for us. And so, for example, um, I don't get to say to God, you know what, God, um, like, for example, I've got a studio here. God, um, I've got these lights here, uh, but I need better ones, God. And please, if you can just give me like big, beautiful lights. And if you can please send someone to give me some big subwoofers and send them into the room. And uh, I wouldn't mind like another little TV over there with, a, with an Xbox set up on it. And maybe like a little arcade game, you know, on the side so I can just play arcade. And maybe like a ping pong thing would be nice, like out the back. Some people treat God that way and it's not the way he works. It's not about him just saying, you know what? So whilst you're on this planet and because you're a Christian, I'm just going to give you like the material wealth um, that, you know, you actually want. That's not the way that he operates. He's not going to always give us what we want. I think that's an important thing to recognize, but he will give us what we need. And that matters. He will provide us what we need. And so sometimes we don't get what we want, but we'll always be taken care of. And that truly matters as well. So it's an important thing to recognize. Like, am I getting a little bit too wrapped up in materialism and thinking, you know why, God, I give me all this stuff. And I, you know, I just want more money for the sake of having more money versus, you know, Father, I, I would love to develop this goal because I believe that it will please you in this way. And I want to be able to work in alignment with you and your plan for me. And that's something that's very important to reflect on and spend time in as we are goal setting for ourselves and our lives and our families, of course, as Christians. Now, I trust that this video has been useful for you. If you're a Christian or not, I hope you can take something away from it. I'd love to know what you think about it. Please jump in the comments and let me know. If you have any questions, I would love to answer them. I always respond to all of the comments personally on all of my videos. And of course, if you took something away from this, please give it a like. If you haven't uh, subscribed yet, subscribe. If you want to hear more of these, I would love for you to be part of the channel and get updates when I upload more videos like this so you can be part of the conversation. I'd love to have you more involved in it as well. And of course, if you can think of anyone that would benefit from it, go ahead and share it with them. Thank you so much.